Good morning. So, we are now talking about, uh, we were talking about the light, which is before, that seems soon, before God contracted his light, there are three levels, three dimensions. There is the essence of the light, and there, there's the emanation of the light. Within the emanation of the light, there's the light the way it is for itself, and the light the way it is uh, uh, to be revealed. That is the source of the uh, what we call the, the surrounding light. In this world, we have two levels of light. We have the light which is called Ora Sovev, the light which is the all-encompassing light, the surrounding light which cannot be contained in this world. That is called Ora Sovev, or let's call it the surrounding light. And then we have another dimension of light which is able to contain itself and be contained in every particular part of creation according to its capacity and to its limitation. That is called the filling light. In Hebrew, ora sovev, ora memale. So now, what is the source of ora sovev and ora memale? What is the source of the surrounding light? The source of the surrounding light and the filling light, if you look before the Tzimtzum, before God contracted his light, it's these two levels of light. The light which is for itself is the source of the surrounding light. And the light which is to be revealed is the source of the filling light. That source of the filling light Right, is called Shechina. The revelation of this light is called Shechina. Ah, but we said that before the Tzimtzum, the light was so powerful, we had to contract the light. How could we call it Shechina? It's already, how could it be called Shechina? Nevertheless, it's called Shekhinah because its intention is for the future. So now we can have an appreciation why when we speak about the Shekhinah, the level of the Shekhinah, of the presence of God, which was here, it's referred to as Ikar Shekhinah, the essence of the Shekhinah. Because we're talking about that level of Shekhinah, which is before God contracted his light. And therefore, it's that level of light that just had the intention of being revealed. And because it had the intention to be revealed, therefore, it's already called, uh, it's already called Shekhinah. And it's the source of Mimale, it's the source of that filling light, which is called Shekhinah as well. So just uh, we just need to go back to what we learned together because as much as the more we're going to go back on it, the more the clearer it's it's hopefully going to be. And this is not the level of shechina, which is malchut, which is the, uh, the 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 level of royalty of Hashem, which is the seventh aspect of the midot of God, and. Not even the kav, not even the beam of 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 of, uh, of emanation of Hashem's light. In comparison to its source, that's called shechina. Kim ikar And this is a tremendous, tremendous novel 
understanding. It wasn't the level of the beam. It wasn't the level of Malchut. It was the level of the light of Hashem. The way it intended to be revealed before even the contraction of light. That was what was down here. It's, it's, it's not something we can grasp. Not that we can grasp that Malchut was down here or Kav was down here, but this level, Kya'o. In general, what happens, the light that shines in the world, right? Everything comes into order, right? It, it, it lowers itself, just like a, just like a electrical transfer, trans, transformer. Right? It goes through one transform, transformation to another till it's able to, 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 to light in a light of 60 watt uh, or whatever it is. Right? Nevertheless, even though the light of Hashem was shining down here, nevertheless, at a higher level, the light of Hashem was shining higher. As our sages teach us, God extended his right hand. He created the heavens. The right represents a greater level of revelation. And that's why he created the heavens with the right hand. And with his left hand, which is a lower level of revelation, he created the earth. So we're saying that here, the what was revealed and what which what was revealed then is the ikar shechina is the highest level of the shechina. Okay, so now we're good. We we got it right. I want to tell you a little a personal thought that happened the last time when we learned this. We have to understand that when we are praying. We are praying and we have to stand. We're standing in front of the Shekhinah, in front of God's presence. So you understand that it's one level to stand in front of God's presence when it's Malchut or Vatsilut, the way you understand it. Then that same level, really when you realize it's the beam of light that's coming, the original source, the seminal light that was the source of everything. Wow then you're standing in front of a much higher level of Shekhinah. But then when you're saying you're standing in front of the Shekhinah the way it is before even God contracted His light. So these are levels of understanding that we have to apply in our lives. So when we contemplate on the great descent of Hashem's light from a high level to such a low level, right? We, we realize that there's so many levels to go up and up and up and up and it's like, um, it's infinite. We're now at Otbet. By the way, I want to tell you that the most difficult, the most difficult and complicated part of the Ma'amar, we, we just completed. It's the first part. Some people teach this Ma'amar and actually just skip the first, uh, the first part because it's too complicated. I didn't think that was the right thing to do. So um, besides that, with such illustrious 
students to share with. <laughs> I'm not going to give you a shortcut. Ve'hine, ze de'ikar shechina betachtonim ha'ita, mevuar me'amidrash de'tachtonim kaya olam ha'zeh agashmi. This, now that we understood what it means, the essence of the shechina, we have to, now we can understand that it was down here. What is was down here? That the essence of the shechina was down here. The Midrash says it's talking about the physical world down here. As it explains, when they experience the tree of knowledge and they ate from the fruit, Adam and Chava, they pushed that level of Shechina from the earth to the first heaven. And through coming, through giving the Torah, Akadosh Baruch Hu on Mount Sinai, at that moment, he came to his garden, to his place where his essence was at the beginning. And the main, what is the main pushing away of the Shechina? Right, we know that the main pushing away is to push the, away the presence of Hashem from the earth to the heaven. The fact that it's going to go from one heaven to another heaven and be pushed again and again and again, that's already almost secondary. The main siluk, the main disconnect is the moment that the Shekhinah leaves the earth to go in the heavens, to the first heaven. Just like when we talk about sin, what is the main and the most important sin that, it, that, that, that happened? It was the sin of the tree of knowledge. Because once they sinned, the first sin, it gave possibility for all the other sins to happen. Right afterwards, the fact that Cain killed his brother Heaven and Enosh started worshipping idols, right? This, this was just a continuation. This is in the psychology. It's a known fact that when a person makes a breakthrough in the positive, oh, in the negative, it opens a window for everybody. There was this runner that did a four-minute mile. It was such a breakthrough. Four, doing a mile, running a four-minute mile. Roger Bannister. Yeah. So Roger Bannister, four-minute mile, it was, wow, extraordinary. Next thing you know, the year after, 36 runners were able to do a four-minute mile. Today, it's not even, uh, you do much, much less than four minutes. But what's the point? People became stronger. People became uh, smarter. Uh, what happened? He says, no, once somebody broke through, right, the breakthrough is an opening for everybody. So here there was a breakthrough that never happened before. They sinned. They went against Hashem. <laughs> Once you go against Hashem and you sin, that's it. You're just opening the door now for a whole series of sins to happen. There are siluk, and therefore that's why the main sin, right, we don't remember the 36 people that, uh, that did the four-minute mile because they, they're not important. What's important is the first one that did it. The first guy that went on the moon. The first... And so on and so forth. So here we say, 
וכולו. כמו כן הוא בפעולת החטא, והסילוק שנעשה על ידי החטא, הנה עיקר הסילוק, הוא מה שנסתלק על ידי החטא עץ הדעת, מעולם הזה התחתון דווקא. זה so the same thing, the action, the result of the sin, right, the result, that's the most important result, is the fact that the, the Shechina, through the sin, got pushed away from the earth to the heaven. That's the beginning. You started that beginning, that domino effect. It's the first domino that's important, so to say. The same way that the essence of the God's presence was down here specifically. Right? At the beginning, the fact that the presence of Hashem was down here, the main Uh, the main uh, um, the main pushing away of Hashem's presence is once it's pushed away from the earth from with this God's presence is pushed to the first heaven that's why in the discourse of the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe When he speaks about the sin of the tree of knowledge, he speaks of it as one thing, one entity, one sin by itself, and all the other sins are in another category, because that's the main sin. This is the main pushing away of Hashem's presence. And now the Rebbe is going to continue what it says in the discourse of the previous, the, the previous Rebbe, the Friedrich Rebbe. Because this happened for seven generations. Seven generations that pushed away the, the Hashem's presence all the way to the seventh heaven. But afterwards came seven Tzadikim. And they brought down God's presence. Back down here. Avraham Avraham was the first one. He brought the Shechina from the seventh heaven to the sixth heaven. Till the seventh generation. Avraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov, etc. Till the seventh generation. Right? Till Moshe Rabbeinu, which is the seventh, What did Moshe Rabbeinu do that the others didn't do? They all brought back the Shekhinah from one level of heaven to the other. Moshe Rabbeinu brought the Shekhinah from the heaven to the earth. Because he's the seventh, so he reversed what was, what was done. Only at Matan Torah. At Matan Torah, exactly. And it says that all the sevens are... Cherish. That's what it says in the in the in the midrash. So the main bringing down Hashem's presence back in the world is through Moshe. So the same way that. The main pushing away of Hashem's presence is from the earth to the heaven. The main bringing back Hashem's presence is from the heaven to the earth. 
הנה זהו גם עיקר עניין ההמשכה, וזה נעשה על ידי משה דווקא, and this was done דווקא through משה, והטעם לזה, so he says the reason for this, that משה is the one that, that, that merited to do this, מאמר מהמוסגל, כי כל השביעין חביבין, because all those who are seven, they have a special cherishness, Hashem cherishes them in a special way. So we have to explain what, has, what does that mean. והנה מלשון רז"ל, from what our sages say, וכל השביעין חביבין, that all the sevens are cherished, ולא כל החביבין שביעין. It doesn't say all those who are cherished are seven. It says all those who are seven are cherished. Not all those who are cherished are seven. מוכח מזה שעיקר המעלה הוא זה שהוא שביעי. It says here it's not because you're cherished, it's not because of a personal quality, it's because you're just were the seventh. If you're the seventh, you're going to have a certain, Hashem is going to cherish you in a special way. Which means this, that God cherishes the seventh, is not because of His choice, it's not because of His will, it's not because of His service to Hashem. Because he's just the seventh. Because that's the way he's born. He's born, he's born as the seventh. So he's either the seventh. It, it, he becomes the seventh because he was the seventh. In the, the seventh has a special cherishment. But unless no. he distinguishes himself, why should he be counted? <clears throat> so here, that's exactly, exactly what he's saying in the mind. It has nothing to do with being distinguished. It has to do with the fact that you're a seventh. No, the There's fact that he distinguishes himself. Not, not that he's distinguished. That he distinguishes himself. That he does something. That's extraordinary. Unless he does, what's the significance of the seventh? Just like you have the concept of a chok, of a, a decree... that makes that, for example, the uh, ashes of a, red, <clears throat> of a red cow with this and this and that can purify an impure person. And we don't understand why this and not why just a mikveh and not why just a dip somewhere else. Why this process? This is something that's above understanding. When our sages teach us the seventh is cherished, there's a certain... Cherishing that he's cherished that has nothing to do with his quality, his service, or the fact that he distinguishes himself. And that's what the Rebbe wants to emphasize. Well, okay. <coughs> I have two questions. Yes. Are you still want to... Yeah, yeah, of course. Go ahead. What's your question? Okay. The first question is, okay, he pushes away this thing into Abraham, who brings it down. What happened to Noah? He did, what he did wasn't... Okay. So, so, so that's a great question. Why isn't Noah counted? Because he's not the first of our forefathers. Noah uh, 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 saved. He did not. He wasn't mamshich. It's just like a person that's going to. There's this 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 person that's going to save your investment. Right, your uh, your uh, financial advisor is going to save your investment, and then you are going to have the financial advisor that actually makes your investment grow. 
the first one to be mamshich, Noah saved the investment of Hashem. He saved the world. Right? But what did he mamshich? Did he bring down the presence of Hashem, the Shekhinah, back in the world by publicizing it? No. 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 But he didn't after do it. the flood, when he makes the vineyard. He, even wh- when he makes a vineyard afterwards, he sins. Good. That's even worse. No, but I'm saying, but it, it, he was sacrificing animals before that to Hashem. But the fact that he offered an offering as a thanks for Hashem for saving him, he wasn't publicizing the name of Hashem. It says, by the way, the. Uh, there's a pasuk, a verse that we say in Mizmor Shir Leom HaShabbat. It says, Tzadik katamar yifrach ke'erez balevanon yizgeh. The tzadik is compared to a, a date tree, right? A palm date tree. And to a cedar tree, he will elevate himself. Uh, the mefarshim, the commentary say, these are two types of tzadikim. The cedar tree is like Noah which didn't give any fruits, but was very high, very, very high. You know, he was able to, to save himself, save his family and so on, but didn't publicize the name of God like Abraham did. So he didn't introduce God to others. He was living with God just like uh, Adam Arishon was living with God and just like uh, everybody that God spoke to. So now... Avraham Avinu is compared to a date tree. He might not be as high in elevation, but he brings fruits. The bringing fruits is bringing down God's presence in the world and bringing a message that wasn't there, introducing Hashem, which is in the heavens, bringing him down to earth. And that's why you see that when uh, when uh, Eliezer, the, the servant of Avraham, speaks, he says, my... Uh, uh, my master, the God of my master, which is the God of heaven. And afterwards he said, the God of heaven and earth. So Rashi says, why hear the God of heaven? And he says, because before Abraham, when he did not yet publicize Hashem's name, God was the God of the, only the heavens. After he publicized God's name, it was already the heaven and earth. In this case, we understand it's not it wasn't earth yet, but it was already closer to earth. Noah didn't do that job. Noah was really focused on himself. And therefore, Noah is not counted as one of the... Yeah, what's the so, second question? So the, so, so the second question just has to do with the number seven, which is just an important number throughout Torah. Yes, correct. Independent of individual, which we don't understand the concept of seven. Correct. Which the, is what the Rebbe is trying to tell us. Exactly, just okay. like Shabbat. Right. Shabbat, of course, but now you're going to say, but Shabbat has a special quality, Shabbat, but why does Shabbat have a special quality? <laughs> because it's the seventh. And the proof is that if it wasn't the seventh, it wouldn't uh, even have a quality. But Shriki Avot says that uh, so, the ten generations from Noah to Abraham was was terrible, so so he, there was no consequence, no ripple effect. Correct, correct. Only Abraham. That's another proof, thank you. So uh, we're going to complete here for today.